People of the world, welcome to That Sports Podcast Season 3, Episode 1. We've been off for a couple months now. Uh, Had a summer holiday. So let's just check in with everybody. We've got Chris and John and Jesse here tonight. So how was your summer break and what are you excited for in the sporting world the world of sports the sports world there it is the sports world what are you excited for jesse hove and how are you i'm pretty good uh i have to admit i'm not that excited for the teams i cheer for really uh i don't think my flames have really done anything worth notable worthwhile um so they'll probably be standard okay, good, maybe make that final playoff spot, but not that excited for them. Um, I did love the whole Cockney-Emmy offer sheet debacle. That was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see how that... I actually think, honestly, I actually think it might work out better for Montreal in the end. Because Dvorak looks like a more steady scorer. And, uh, yeah. We can hope. We can only hope. How was your summer? It was good. Yeah, I didn't do much. Got in a couple rounds of golf. Worked a ton. You can't really go much, too much right now, right, with COVID. So, What yeah. was your best round of golf? Oh, God. Uh, I think I shot an 89. Whoa. But I think I, I put four rounds of golf, and the average between the four rounds was probably about 97. So. Hmm. 89 is not bad. Bogey golf is good. If I can do bogey golf on a regular basis, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. John, how was your summer and what are you excited for in the sports world? Yeah, summer is good. Thanks, Alex. Uh, good to be back. It was um, a nice, nice summer. Uh, kind of low key, which is really kind of cool. Got some camping trips in and whatnot, so got away a bit. So it was did you good. smoke anything? I did. Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, had some, a lot of successes and uh, a lot of failures. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was definitely definitely good for that. Um, meat. Yeah. You're talking about smoking meat, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Smoking meat, yeah. smoking. Uh, doing, a, doing a cream cheese dip for a kickoff Sunday. The Sunday is NFL, and so that's what I'm most excited for. I'm, uh, I'm psyched for my Dolphins. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. I'm psyched for uh, people who uh, doubt Tua Tuga Viola. I think yep. he's going to prove everybody wrong, and I'm super excited. I think that we're going to make that they're going to make a lot of noise, and it's going to have a lot of people jumping on. And uh, also, that brings criticism. But yeah, I'm excited for this NFL season all across the board. No, not just because of my Dolphins. I think this is going to be a great season. Um, yeah, yeah. Four twenty-five Sunday afternoon. Sir, Foxborough, Dolphins, oh. Pats. I think it's pretty stupid that uh, right now the Patriots are favored to win that game. Why is that stupid? <laughs> because Miami has a better defense. Tua has no. a, a year, at least a year under his belt, right? But Mac Jones is a complete rookie. Yeah, it's his like, first game. NFL, yeah. it, NFL rookies it don't like though. it. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I think we'll get into this a bit, but, you know, first of all, I'll just quickly say this. Your argument about it being at home, Alex, 
I think does stand because we'll go, I could list the numerous tactics the Patriots have done to cheat while at home. Allegedly. At that advantage. As you proclaim. It's been proven. But um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll touch on that because. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Can't go a podcast without the Patriots. Sounds good. Chris, Duke Grillmore, how are you? Chris has started a whole new instagram page and a whole instagram new website, website trademark yeah trademark uh, trademark cast iron coming in by november yeah you've it's been great grilling up a storm this summer how's it been yeah it, it's been good it's been good it's been uh trying to fit that in between uh between game day at the rogers center and uh you know, family life, you know, and, uh, yeah, excited for meaningful September baseball. It is, uh, it is always great to see last Friday night at the Rogers center. Jay's come back from like a eight, two deficit, eight, four deficit. And then all of a sudden it's eight, eight. Then it's like 10, eight. And then, in the bottom of the ninth, it just becomes eleven ten, and it was the most exciting moment, sports-wise, that you know I've had since the pandemic. It was it was truly it was truly amazing. That was the uh, game against Oakland, right? Toronto yeah, against that was, Oakland. That, that was the first game against Oakland in that series, and it was just great, guys. Man, to to be back in a in a live sports setting when something truly awesome happens it's pretty great yeah for sure so we'll see what happens it's a tight race right now great to be double vaxxed man great to be double vaxxed yeah let's get what's that but for the record i'd like to put out there i'm not sure if you guys saw but my fantasy name is uh double daxinated because i have express he played really well last night so yeah but that's not to be like you. You shouldn't be surprised by that. I'm, yeah. The, the the way Dax played last night is Dax coming off an injury. He, he, like if he hadn't been injured, he would have just been that much better last night. He was pretty good. Threw for over yeah, four hundred yards. Looked looked solid. I mean, I was yeah. I, yeah. I know he's a good quarterback. I was surprised that he looked that sharp after not playing for almost a year. But. Uh, Anyway, Tampa still gets the win. Some guy over there keeps winning. He just likes winning, John. That's why I'm going to win fantasy football this year. Yeah. Each week, I just have to play Tom Brady, and I will. And, I will win. And, and Gronk. And Gronk, yes. Yeah. Well, the fact that Dallas D is a slight suspect, but hey, let's let's give it to Brady. Well, yeah. I mean, they, let's face you, it. But I'm just going to say this: like Dallas D is a little more suspect when you when you look at the Bucks D that's ranked uh, in the top three defenses coming in to the season. Yeah. So you know, I'm not. Did you see Dan Quinn last night with his hat on backwards and his headset on? And I just thought, man, you've gone from head coach of the Falcons in the Super Bowl yeah. to this. I'll be honest with you, because I watch Hard Knocks. Yeah. And so um, the first time they showed him. 
in a game like that, they still they, they always go like him up there. I, I literally thought the same thing. The same thing. Hey, right. cool. yeah. yeah, I kind of yeah. No, no, no. I thought the same thing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, a segment here on on the National Hockey League. So a few things happened this summer since we talked last. Um, since the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. There was a very dramatic, interesting back and forth between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Montreal Canadiens involving uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, who the Habs drafted two years ago in the third round, or sorry, the third pick of the first round. He was a third overall pick. And this, the, the sort of backdrop to the story is that a couple of seasons ago, Montreal went after Sebastian Ajo, one of Carolina's top players, and made an offer for him. And then Carolina could match that offer. So then Carolina returns the favor and makes an offer for one of Montreal's forwards, Kotkaniemi. And Jesse, help me out here. There was something about like a $20... What was the twenty dollars signing like, bone just to be like petty, or it was like in response to the Aho thing because Bergevin did something ridiculous with that offer? I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, well, no, I, I just in so it, this is a classic like uh, league culture thing, right? Whereas in the NHL, there's always been this idea that to offer sheet a restricted free agent. Uh, is kind of seen as bad taste, right? Like okay. you, you know, you wait until and let you know until there's an agreement between the team. You kind of let them negotiate with the player, right? That's typically how it's been, right? Um, and so it was kind of it, it was unexpected for Montreal to make that. Now that's well within their rights as a team to do that. That's a part of um, making contracts competitive in the NHL, which. Typically, the NHL has been a league where that favors the owners, right? Players are taught, like, oh, take less money for the team, take less money so we can, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's very different than, say, baseball or even basketball to a certain extent, right? Where in baseball, it's like, no, you take what you can get. Like, that's, that's it's fine. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So hockey's always had a weird thing around contracts and culture, and so Montreal just kind of went against that. And I guess that was Carolina's response. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, so how it ends is Carolina gets caught Kinyemi and because Bergevin doesn't match the offer. And so yeah. Montreal then gets a first overall pick and a third third sorry, a first round pick and a third round pick that they then flip into Christian Dvorak from the Arizona Coyotes, who's also – a center, a uh, little bit more experienced than Kotkaniemi. So we'll see what happens. So basically, at the end of the day, it's Dvorak instead of Kotkaniemi. Yeah, and I think I think what most people would say is the potential upside for Kotkaniemi is higher than Dvorak. But with Dvorak, you know what you're getting. You know you're going to get a, a guy who's going to score at least – you know, 15 to 20 goals. He's going to be a, a solid two-way player. Uh, he's, you know, he's a he's a good overall hockey player. Whereas Kakniemi could end up just he could end up just flaking out of the league. To be honest with you, like we really don't know. He's got all the skill to be a top six forward, but we really don't know if he's going to fulfill that potential. I mean, he had an up and down um, first season in Montreal. 
Um, he played well right. at times in the playoffs. Like he had a couple big goals for Montreal in the run, but then they benched him in the Stanley Cup final in a key game. And obviously he was miffed about that. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think he's, yeah, I think he's a pretty good player. I'm not losing sleep over him not being on the team. So we'll see how Dvorak And is. here's the thing. And they're getting Dvorak. I think he's on a, like, at least a four-year deal worth four and a half million or 4.8 million. Instead of so the six getting, million that Instead of 6.1. 6.1 right? for so one was, season. For one season. And now Seikok Yimmy has a good year. Now all of a sudden they're going to have to, you know, the, and they also have other contracts coming up with other players. If you pay Takayami uh, six point one, now they're going to say, "Well, I'm better than that guy, so I want more." Right? So it's just a whole, yeah. It's just the best thing for them was to just let him go, and I think it worked out. And honestly, like Carolina overpays for I, I, and honestly, like the petty, the like uh, the ego stuff. I actually don't think. Here's the thing: the Carolina Hurricanes, to, in order to keep their fan base interested, they they kind of have to do, they kind of have to play things up, right? Like they have their whole stick after they win a game. They have like, uh, like Don yeah. Cherry, what did Don Cherry call them? Like the assholes Bunch or something? I can't Yeah. Bunch of jerks. What That's do they what do? It What's the... I think they just like, they the have like a, yeah. a routine. They have like a skit that they do after they win a game. Right. Um, anyways, but it's all like, you talk to the players and it's about just trying to, you know, it's Carolina. Like hockey is not even number four top sport right so thank to you keep people's interest yeah thank you Gary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so let's go to, uh another storyline in the nhl so jack campbell has taken the top the top job for the toronto maple leafs here in this city and they get peter morazic as a backup and that means that uh frederick anderson is gone. So now we have Campbell and Morazic as the two goalies. Do you think there's a goaltender debate? And do you think it was a mistake to let Anderson go? Do you think he's better than, than Morazic or, or Campbell? I think they had to let Anderson go. I think just in terms of cap space and making everything work. Uh, this is the thing with the Leafs is the sweet spot of, of the entry-level contracts for Marner and, and Matthews and, the, and all these upcoming stars is gone now. So they have very little cap room to work with. And so I think they had to make the deal. What time will tell, like being like what Campbell did, being the backup and coming in and just lighting it on fire, there's a lot less pressure. And then with that, then with coming in as the number one guy, being like you have to be the number one guy. Um, so we'll see if Campbell can deal with that pressure. It's a different, it's a different thing. Um, but Morazic is a pretty solid backup to have. Uh, so if they end up having to split it, like 40 games, 40 games, then I think, I think that would work out as well, right? I think there are always moments where most goalies will have a time where they're struggling. And it's, uh, it's nice to have a half-decent uh, number two to go to during those times. Let's go you to... Bet. Uh, Oh, you got another NHL? Uh, no, I'm just gonna. I got. I gotta let you guys go. I'm. Okay. I gotta. I. Uh, I'm a little bit lost in West Toronto right now. And good luck get in to your rain. game tonight, oh. Hove. Put one in the back right, of for us. Okay. Have a good. See you, brothers, Graham. Have a good. Uh, have a good rest of the pod. Hey, see you, man. That arena's behind Peace. the Walmart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Let's move to the hometown Toronto Blue Jays. They are on fire. They have won eight consecutive games. They they just tied up this game against the Orioles right now. Three three right now. Yep. So they're going for their ninth straight win. They're in the middle of a wild card hunt. The wild card is. Uh, standings are as follows. The Red Sox have the first wild card. The Yankees, who have now lost six in a row, have the second, but the Jays are only half a game behind the Yankees. So the Jays are right in the thick of it. They've got one of the best players in the league in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He is, um, what did I hear today? It's possible for him to lead the league in home runs, RBIs, and what's the third? Batting average, maybe? He, it's possible that he can lead the league, both leagues, in those categories, which is hasn't been done since the 1950s with Mickey Mantle, I, I think I heard. So he's having – did he hit his 42nd home run last night? Uh, um, he got his 100th RBI last night, 100th I think. RBI. So what a coming out party for Vladdy, but the team, the team in general is playing really, really well. Marcus Semyon is having a career year and other players as well. T.I. Oscar has been great and Grit Chicks has had a decent year and Robbie Ray is a Cy Young candidate. Robbie uh, Robbie Ray is a Cy Young candidate behind Garrett Cole, uh, you know, Randall Gritchick hasn't really like you're right. Randall the Gritchick comment is, is way down is, the list. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. You're like right. you know, Teoscar Hernandez is uh absolute beast. You know, he got traded to Toronto really young. He's grown up with the organization. He's had terrible years. And that pandemic season was really his kind of breakout season. It it kind of made him who he is now. Uh he shook off a lot of the confidence issues i believe he had uh especially in 2019 uh 2018 he's up and down from buffalo it's it's a great fun team to watch now randall gritchick five million you know he's he's decent guaranteed he's decent he's decent but he's taking up he's taking up space he's streaky he's beyond streaky at bat and he's taking up space in the lineup and if you notice in clutch moments charlie pulls him and put someone else in because you can't have, you know, when you're behind and you need to, you know, pick up the pace, you can't have Randall Gritchick in the field. Uh, he'll make a great catch every once in a while and it'll be great. He'll, you know, some great sack flies, but that's about it. You can't really count on Randall Gritchick. So do you like, do you like your Guriel? Better than Gritchick? Oh, oh, 100%. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is uh, baseball royalty. Uh, You know, you you talk about how there's, you know, Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you know, three, you know, Hall of Famers. Uh, Oh, no, but is uh, Bo's dad's not a Hall of Famer, is he? Dante, I don't. I don't know. He had a great career in Colorado. Let me let me look that up. Speaking of great careers in Colorado, we should have led off with Larry Walker. There you go. Talk like, have about you guys, 
uh, did, did you see his speech, John? Did you see his speech? It's uh, no. fantastic. Oh, man. He, he starts off right away thanking Canadians and thanking the country. And, you know, this is a guy who, you know, well, sorry, we've this, is a, this is a hockey player, right? No, no. But that, <laughs> that's the thing. That's all he wanted to do. He wanted to be a hockey player. He couldn't do it. So then him and his brother started playing fastball, softball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like windmill pitches. And someone from the expo saw him and thought they could turn him into an outfielder. And they were right. He was phenomenal. I mean, both defensively and offensively. He was the whole package. There yeah, the ex- yeah. The expos had to teach him the game. Man, he and he was reckless. He'd like dive into walls, he'd go after yeah, he'd he'd just be super he'd lay out for lay out for <laughs> yeah. Big plays. And, he was great. And I think that comes from you know the fact that he's just a kid who wanted to be a goalie. Goalies are reckless, man. You know, yeah. especially especially when he's coming up and playing junior hockey. So, um, but yeah, Lourdes, his dad is like the second best baseball player behind Castro in Cuba. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Lourdes Gurriel Senior is like he's a baseball god in Cuba. And so him and his brother, uh, you know, his brother plays with the Houston Assholes, but, um, you know, he he's a great shortstop. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, I'm excited to watch this JC, man. It's really great. Uh, it's going to be great to see them play Boston. Uh, it's just going to – it's going to be a great end to uh, a weird year. Larry Walker in 17 years playing, he had a 313 batting average. That's phenomenal. He had 383 home runs, 1,311 RBIs. He made the Hall of Fame in his final year of eligibility. He only made it to the World Series once as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals, who lost to the Boston Red Sox in 2004. But he's most well-known, yes, as we've said, for his time in Montreal and then his time in Colorado was phenomenal. So what a player. I mean, he had years where he, yeah, he hit 363 for Colorado in 1998, 379 for them in 1999, and 350 in 2001, all while, like, having amazing power. signed him for, like, 1,500 What's that, John? Next was signed. They only signed him for like fifteen hundred bucks. That's like wow. Yeah, they. I mean, that was the narrative all the time. I followed the expos. They could not hold on to star players. So, um, so he went away, and he was he was so great. He's only the second Canadian ever to make the Baseball Hall of Fame. I think the first is Fergie Jenkins. Yeah. And so that's a big deal. uh, He he put when he didn't get it in 2019. He uh, he went on social media for like the first time and did a hashtag. Fergie needs a friend. Yeah, and and that that was the only way he like even tried to like you know lobby for himself. Right. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, the, the Jays have a hard time holding on to star players. The Raptors have a hard time holding on to star players. That's true. You know, uh, it's hard for non-Canadians to stick around Toronto and be a star. That's right. You know, so 
Speaking of Raptors, it, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, it was, it was the same problem in Vancouver. Yeah. You know, with um, the Grizzlies. Same problem in Montreal with uh, with the Expos. I was just saying, just drop news, I just uh, saw this alert. So it looks like, and uh, I, I don't mean to hijack it if uh, talk about something else, but it looks like the Raptors have been given the go-ahead uh, to play Scotiabank Arena this season. So it looks oh, like right the Raptors on. are coming home for the season. So That's great. Not sure yet what that looks like with fans, but they'll definitely be here. Well, MLSE has already said that uh, that you can't you can't go to games unless you're vaxxed. So, or a 48 hour uh, negative test. So, we'll see how that goes with the province. What they say, mm-hmm. fellas. We did a fantasy football draft for our league last weekend for fantasy friends. So that was very exciting. That means football is back. We had a game last night, as we said before, with the Tampa Bay Bucks defeating the Dallas Cowboys, 31 to 29. Football is officially back. Sunday is a huge day. Anything on the National Football League coming up? Anything at all? Like, what do you mean? Like anything, any big games? Anything you want to talk about? Well, I think I think since we've gone for the summer, I think there, there's been a lot when it comes to like different signings, but I think we'd be amiss not to talk about Aaron Rodgers a bit more. Um, just the fact of like, you he's know. back, yeah. back. Like that's the thing. Like we knew before, I remember us talking about it, but um, he decided to come back and it looks like this is the – Last dance for say, just like you know, with the Bulls kind of thing. You know, Devonte Adams isn't really committing future, future wise, and so yeah, there, there's that. I think there's, I, I, I think just this year, man, I think it's wide open. I think there, I think the heavily favorites you're going to see still, like you know, the Bucks didn't, the Tampa Bay, they didn't really do too much in free agency, which is they fine. I don't think all they, 22 starters. Well, that's the thing, right? They, yeah. I, I'm not going to say they needed to bring look for anybody to replace it, but. Um, you know, so a couple of the guys that jumped on uh, later on will be see like you know like the Leonard Fournette. They'll see what his role really produces more and more going forward. Another year under the belt, but um, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I man, I hate to say this, but as a fan, as a fan of the AFC East of a team in there, I hate to say it looks like. The Bills are primed. I think they're going to come out of the AFC this year. You think they're going to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl? I do. I I think they were knocking on the door last year, and I think think Josh Allen is definitely a top-five quarterback. Uh, Stephon Diggs is is matured. He's he's mentioned, he said, you know, he's talked about how he wasn't a good teammate at the end of his Vikings tenure. And so, like, these players they have in Buffalo have bought in. And Buffalo's scary. So I, I do. I think I think Kansas City. I you know obviously they have Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, like you know Pat Mahomes. Like you can't just know that they can't take that away. But I think Buffalo is hungry and they're willing. Like they're knocking. So I, I definitely I definitely see that. The entire AFC is up for grabs. Like like there's like if if you think about it, you've got uh, you got the Bills in the East, and it's going to come down to the Bills and the Dolphins. Sorry, Alex. I, I just don't think that the Patriots are going to be able to pull something off this year and be I a number two I think the Patriots team. are going to be able to pull something off this year. I'm just saying I don't think they are. Okay. So, and I'll continue on. 
<laughs> but then, but then also the AFC North. You got the Browns and the Steelers. The Browns are the Browns are walking around like, and Browns fans are walking around like they just have an invitation to the Super Bowl. Like, like Browns fans just think like, okay, we are we're going to be there, and it'll be uh, us and the Bucks. I so, do think they're going to win their division. I think they're going to win the the AFC North. You 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 think that they they have what it takes to beat the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. Or even the even okay. Ravens. Yeah. Like, 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 do, you, Ravens. do you go do you go to a dispensary or do they drop this really strong weed that you seem to be smoking? The Browns off to your the Browns door? had a playoff <laughs> win last year, Chris. I know the Browns had a playoff game. year, but I'm just saying is is that is that Big Ben is not gonna let They beat the, the Steelers Browns. last year in the playoffs. I understand that. I, I can see what Chris is saying because my thing is not not so much Ben. I think I, I agree with that. I think he wants to like go out just like he did for uh, Jerome Bettis. I think he really wants to go out, but I think Mike Tomlin, I'm looking at Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin as I think, think Mike Tomlin is just, he doesn't, he's never gotten the respect that he's fully deserved. People like him. People know he's a good coach, but do they really like, I don't think a lot of people really know like how good of a coach Mike Tomlin is. So I can see that. I can see, I'm, I'm actually really excited for Cleveland's defense. Um, I want to say uh, they, they have a pretty decent D. I want to see how that actually translates. They got Clowney. Not that he's a huge difference maker, but you know, put him on the other end with Garrett. Miles Garrett. That, yeah. those, <laughs> that's a scary two ends coming at you. So I'm I'm intrigued to see this. And uh, but yeah, I think it's still you know between Pittsburgh and Baltimore. I think the North. I don't think since he's going to do anything no. major. Um, you know, which is fine. Like Joe Burrow. They'll probably have a boomer size day. I don't know. I, I like Joe Burrow, but I, I see Joe Burrow boomers. as a Sam uh, Sam Bradford type quarterback right now. And Where is Sam Bradford? He's retired. Out of the league. Yeah, yeah, he's he retired, retired years yeah. ago. And I only saying that is because of the potential, and he's great. But he was injury prone. I know it was kind of a freak injury, but let's see what he does. Like that's what I mean. Like you know, Burrow is just he had a great eleven weeks, got injured, so you know had good flashes. Let's see what he's like. You know. So anyway, so yeah, I, I can see I can see the Cleveland. I can like you know like yeah. that, but still Steelers. Like that's still so we got tough. so we got Bills, we got Chiefs as contenders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your Dolphins. You think so? You think the Bills will win the division? You think the Dolphins? Will I do get think the, 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 the Bills are a stronger team right now, and they they made the playoffs. So you know, Dolphins didn't make the playoffs last year. So I gotta look at. I'm looking at it objectively like that. Um, I, th- I think I think the, the Dolphins... best backup quarterback in football. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think well, this is this goes to my point exactly what you said there. Like Mitch Trubisky showed when he showed up in uh, Chicago for preseason, he's bought into it. He like they wanted him there. He's relaxed. He's loose. He there's so yeah. You know, Allen goes down. Trubisky gets in. I think you see a different Mitch Trubisky. I think we kind of saw a flash. John, in I Buffalo. think we should put. A wager down. I think the Patriots will be a wild card <laughs> team instead of the Dolphins. I can see. You know what? I'll say this because I, um, I I would almost agree with that because I feel the Dolphins will secure a playoff spot, so they don't need the wild card. What do you mean they'll secure? They'll win the division. I I can see it. I think Buffalo they'll will, win, but I can see wow. I can see I can see Miami win the division. Absolutely. I think I think the Patriots Buffalo will, will finish I, ahead of the Dolphins. No, not this at all. Season. Man. No, yes. no. I think I think I think you're blind. And I, I, I like you a lot. I do. I, I think you're a wonderful fellow. 
I think this is we just your major flaw. I think this is just your major flaw. But you know, I can overcome that because I think you're great, Alex. No, I think I think you're delusional. I do. I do really think you're delusional about the Patriots this year, dude. No, their defense is going to be phenomenal. You watch. No, they're not going to be phenomenal. It's not nothing about the New England Patriots is phenomenal right now. The fact that they let Cam Newton go. Okay, and they gave it to um, what's his name, Mac Jones. What do you mean? What's his name, Mac Mac Jones? Yeah, remember the name. Yeah, I will. Yeah, because again, he's never he's never faced the first team defense. Relevant? No, it is. It's extremely relevant. (laughs) When he did go in, he only threw for eighty-seven yards. What do you mean? There was that's all he threw. (laughs) That's all he he threw for eighty-seven yards. That's it for the whole game that he played. He doesn't look all that great. Yeah, no, he's good. No, I I, hey, he's good. Hey, he 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 got the NFL. I'm not in the NFL, so yes, he he's good. But the only reason why he did he had success is that he had two of the top receivers in the in college football and one of the top running backs behind him in Alabama. So um, Trent Brown, offensive lineman, said that Mac Jones is a dog. Sure. You're going to say that. Well, you're not going to do it. No one really outspeaks. No one and the Patriots, and you know this, will say anything negative about their teammates until they're away from the Patriots. Until they're not within the Patriots organization, and then you'll hear all this stuff. But while well, you're in this little bubble of the Patriots kingdom – you're just brainwashed. We'll see. Crazy. I mean, but it's anyways, good our teams yeah, are playing but, uh, on Sunday. But I would say I, I could see the Dolphins actually making a playoff spot for sure, man. Okay. Like because for that to even happen, like they may not win the division, but then they could stick in without the wild card, depending how all the AFC falls out, right? So that's that's another reason why I say the Dolphins can get in with one, but they'll have a better record. It's the four Dolphins division well. winners, and then is it three wild cards? I think this season. Yeah, so seven teams on each in each conference. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Pats are one of those, and I don't think the Dolphins are going to make it. No, we'll see. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I would make that with you 100 percent because I, I do. So what are we putting it. on the line? What's the? What's the? Well, I think you and I should talk offline about this, and next okay. week we can let the, the viewers know because it's okay, not based on good. this Sunday's game. This is based on the whole. Like, season. I would put it on the fact that we'll we'll figure something out between between the two of us, and we can let the listeners know from there. Flipping but. to the NFC. I think that Matt Stafford getting out of Detroit and going to LA, and I know this is a very, I think, very popular pick. Like all the experts are saying this, so there's nothing novel here. But I think him with the Rams, where they actually finally have a quarterback, because Jared Goff was terrible, let's be honest. I think they're going to be a real contender in the NFC. So the Rams, the Bucks. The Packers, I think those are the maybe the three top contenders in the NFC. They're the three top contenders in that I, conference. I think I think we'd be admiss to like to to not mention the Cowboys, man. Oh, and let's, okay. and now, and let's like, well, you got to say this. This is what I'm going to say. The Cowboys have one of the weakest divisions, right? Like, if you just look at like Washington, just the, barely got the Washington through. football Dax, team to win Dax that division. Dax was injured last year. Now that Dax is back, CD Lambs has in the second year. Amari Cooper is back. Ezekiel, Ezekiel's with his best bud, Dax there. Like you're gonna see. I don't know. Here, here's the thing. I was watching Hard Knocks and I was really upset because Joe Philbin is the offensive line coach. 
And I uh, I texted a friend about it who's a Cowboys fan, and I was just like, I uh, we talked about. It, I'm like, ah, it sucks for you, man. I hate Joe Philbin. He ruined the Miami Dolphins. He he ruined us. Like he he sent us into this and this oblivion for a while. But the point is, is uh, but that was a weak division. It's a weak division. You got the Giants have the Giants have loaded up. They've loaded up offensively. They also are looking pretty pretty sweet on the defensive end. You got Jalen Hurts is giving the keys to Philadelphia. All right. You got you got probably the outside of Jalen Waddle, I'd say the best receiver that that Philadelphia got. I wanted uh Freeman before uh for Waddle. That's who I really wanted the Dolphins. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, sorry, what did yeah, I say yeah. Freeman? Yeah, sorry, I was thinking because yeah. of the Giants. Devontae Smith, right? <clears throat> so there's some low there's some there's talent that's coming into into that into that division. But I think Dallas sits on top. So we're just talking about leaders in each of the NFC divisions. So that's what I'm saying. You can't be remiss if you think that I think the Cowboys can still be in that mix. But then the day you gotta look at it, like, are they still the Cowboys, right? Great record, yeah, great year. That's right. They're like, still, they're, the still that. That's yeah. what I mean. We're remiss not to bring in the Cowboys because Washington's I think going to win that division. Yeah, I, I think there's better Their defense quarterback is play. That good, I think. Their defense is that good. Yeah, I do like the Washington defense for sure. But I don't know. I, I, I think the Dallas will come out on that one. But Chris, yeah. Chris, what yeah. about your Chicago Bears? When what week is uh, the Red Rocket gonna give over the car keys to Justin Fields? Um, I don't know. I think uh, week two. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to see Justin Fields starting games starting week three. I think he'll start against the Lions. Mm. I think it's a good team I, to I, start I, against. I, 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 I think that's what it's going to be. Um, yeah. I worry that Justin Fields is going to get into the, and I hate to bring it back like this, to sound like a Patriots fan, bring it all to the Dolphins, uh, the Tua situation, right? Um, supposedly the the Bears have a terrible offensive line. That's what I hear. So he'll. <laughs> but like you know, you got no Andy Dalton. They're saying, oh, it's Andy Dalton, but they know they got this great young quarterback, right? And so they're gonna, you know, give him the keys here, here, or there. Dalton plays bad. Yank Dalton out. Put Fields in. He shows how great he is. They give him one week to start. Yank it. Like I hope that's not a situation for yeah for uh, for them. Not that that's but yeah. Yeah, I think I, you know those. I think the Packers could be uh, Super Bowl. They could come. I think they could upset the Bucks for sure. We shall see. We shall see. You got it's- Aaron Rodgers, man, and yeah, Brady is you know Brady winning all blah blah blah. But Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys too. He may does may doesn't have all many of the rings, but he's reigning MVP. And he's Aaron Rodgers, man, that guy, that guy is is great. Do you know what's crazy though? I mean, I, I agree. I think he's great. He only has one Super Bowl yeah. ring. That's blows my mind because he's yeah. one of the most talented players I've, I've ever seen. I think that's seen. his issue, and that's kind of what he's talked about. Is that he's never? It wasn't about money. It wasn't about you know. He said like you know, Green Bay is not a vacation destination. Guys come to play with him, so he thought he would. He he wanted more say on who. And I think you know, if you give him that and listen to him, who he wants to bring in, I think Green Bay would have had more success I, I truly do so who know and who knows i think it's going to be interesting to see what happens where he ends up after after the season but new season you know I, I don't think everything is set in stone obviously you know bucks did look good after after uh, last night but hey we'll see after sunday Packers yeah. start separating after sunday a bit you know we'll see if what hypes is real and what hypes not 
That's right. Well, it's great to have the NFL back. Yeah, and we talked quickly about our fantasy, like our fantasy yeah. league. I think that was a decent draft. I think it was good. I think uh, people got some some big names went to different places. I didn't see people picking, so I think it was good. John, you and I are projected. I mean, the projections. Who knows what those really mean? But we're projected to finish. I'm I'm second and you're third. Second, so we're, yeah, I'm third. Yeah, we're contenders here. Yeah. And we who's first? Hill. Uh, no, I have Tom Brady. <laughs> like, like if, if if you listen to this, if you listen to this podcast, he who has Brady wins. Yeah, and Gronk, and you this, have Gronk too. It's hard to argue Gronk. against that, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna. I think um, be interesting. Like this is. Uh, I personally, I, I loaded back up. I think I was pretty happy with my draft. Uh, Made one minor mistake. <laughs> drafted I, someone who? I drafted season engine, um, season ending uh, injury. Yeah, what's his face? The rookie from Jacksonville. I thought he was just out for a couple of weeks, I saw. And then you were like, <laughs> literally right after I drafted him. So I, was gonna th- I was thinking about, yeah, stashed him for a bit, but it's all right. Yeah. I, I thought I had probably like the biggest draft blunder of the season because I accidentally drafted Cole Beasley in one of my leagues. Okay. But then I, but then I saw your move, John, and I was like, all right, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. last. I'm and I was thinking, last. I'm like, oh, I'll just stash him for like, you know, I could hold on to him for now. And I'm like, well, no, I got I got Aaron Jones and Kamara. Yeah, I don't know. I made a few. T- I've been tinkering with my bench here or there, but I think, uh, I think I'm all right. Chris, because of last night's to- game. You're projected to, yeah, just smoke Jesse Hove in the first round yeah. because because of Godwin, Gun, Gun, uh, Gronkowski, and Brady. Well, classic so. Phil. I thought that was funny in the chat when Phil was like, oh, Jesse, good roster champs. And he's like, Phil, thanks. Phil's like, Phil tags me. No, just because he took some Steelers. I was like, oh, man, that was pretty funny. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think uh, – yeah, you got a, you got you got a good matchup this week, Chris. Do you guys uh, do you guys go anywhere to to get your um, like to do your main bulk of research? Yeah, I got two main sources right now. I like. I to use Fantasy Focus Football podcast. That's what I use. That's my main. So you, so you use you use their podcast? Yeah. Okay. I use um. I have I have one. I use uh Fanny Pro, Fantasy Pros. I like to use their. I just use their app. I go through their app, and then I have a uh, I have a secret source. I'm not ready to uh, divulge right now. Oh. <laughs> Does mom still do it for you? No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I, I you know what? Yeah. I've been using Fantasy Pros for uh, for years with all like like in like we're right across the board with sports. I I find it just super super helpful, and yeah. they kind they kind of keep on top of everything for me in a week and it's just it's well worth it i think yeah no i just one of the guys who was on um nfl radio he has his own uh, little uh, app that he, he posts news and stuff like that so that his. so these yeah. are these are the projections let's see uh at the end of the season how close these are we've got phil myself john craig jesse josh Chris, Jacob, um, Rob, and Darcy. 
Those are the projections for this Which is season. crazy because obviously we're, we just started. People trend, people be down. I think I think the middle right there, I think a couple of guys we mentioned the middle, you know, I think are going to make more moves. I'm surprised that Josh is trending this, that high. I figured he'd be at the bottom, really. Well, we'll see. Guys, do you have any... Um, I'm also Quailin a bitter awards. because he didn't do a trade with me like he said he would. So. Do you have any Apparently he's awards. too sick to hit accept. Like, <laughs> but word of mouth, <laughs> verbal agreements don't count, I guess, obviously. So, hey, it's good to know we're two for a hand over like. Anyways. <laughs> He'll be back hopefully next week to try to defend himself. So. Really? Well, we'll see. Yeah. Do you guys have any Quaylen Awards for the most timely play of, not the week, but of the last two months in the world of sports? Oh, Oof. man, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Lord Gariel Jr.'s walk-off home run to, uh, to, to bolster the Jays back to beat the uh, Oakland Athletics. Hands down. That's a good one. I think it, it's hard because so much from the past two months, but I think my mind will just go to um, Canada's women's soccer winning gold in the Olympics. Oh, well, yeah, that's that great, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. I think that was that's pretty huge. Yeah. I'll go with Layla Fernandez. She's still in the U.S. Open. You know, she's got Steve Nash sitting in her, in her, in her box. Like, oh, he's, he's, he's really? sitting there with her dad. Oh, yeah. He, the, the, this guy's like, like basketball is so far down on his interests. It's like, like he's soccer, tennis, like he, he plays basketball. Soccer. Yeah. It's, and he just supports anything to do with this country. It's just phenomenal. If I saw, I saw a clip of him uh, down, like, I think it's like Venice Beach or something in his suit, still in a suit. Yeah, that was great. Playing up and just like cooking these guys. But yeah, he's, he's great. But yeah, just, so many wide things that happen. Like if if uh, Josh and Hove were here, I'm sure they would, they would have a lot more the past two months. But um, yeah, another cool thing actually, uh, NBA Hall of Fame induction is happening uh, this weekend, and uh, Ben Wallace is the first um, undrafted player to make the Hall of Fame. Wow! Yeah, I mean the so. NBA, everybody makes it, but still, NBA, absolutely, but still. absolutely. And for Ben Wallace as an undrafted player, I thought that was pretty cool. So Layla Fernandez is in the final. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Oh, damn, against nice. a British player, Emma Raducanu. Emma, Emma Watson, Hermione. <laughs> so that's a big deal. <laughs> Two points for Gryffindor. Hermione almost killed us. <laughs> Guys, I've got um, I've got one round of start bench cut for our first episode of season yeah. three here. Oh, so uh, it better not be Ron, Hermione, and Harry because <laughs> I I don't know which one I would do. That's a good start bench cut. We should do that sometime. Uh, what it is is three of three of my uh, childhood favorite players. Sports uh, figures. So we've got Tom Brady. No, he's not on this list oh, right now. Oh, Shocker. Okay, so we've got, we've got Mark Recchi, hockey player, Vladimir Guerrero Sr., okay. and Tracy McGrady. Start okay. bench cut. Okay, so 
I think I'll just do this. I think I'd go because uh, more for basketball. I'd go McGrady start. I'd bench, then I'd go uh, Guerrero, and then I would cut uh, Mark Ricky. Other no no offense, his other because eh, not really hockey guy. So. Uh, senior T Mac and Ricky. So it's yours then. You're on mute there, bud. I'm back. There he is. People guys, of the world, Alex. You guys, you guys benched Mark Recchi. Do you guys let me NHL all time points leaders? <laughs> you guys need to know. Like, you have no backup here with your hockey guys gone right now. So. I think he's, he's 12. Let me look this up. He is. Yeah, twelfth all time in NHL yeah. points. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I this is only strictly because my interests have died. Rather, you know, yeah. T Mac was. So you had T Mac yeah. starting, and Chris, you T-Mac. had Guerrero starting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I've got. Oh, those are like three of my all time all timers. Yeah. So what would you do then? I mean, T Mac never won anything, so he's benched. So okay. I've got. Recky starting and Guerrero. Sorry, I've got T Mac cut and I've got Recky starting right. and Guerrero benched. But that's, I mean, that's like picking between your children. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sports. Thank you for listening to That Sports Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on the web at thatsports.ca. And we'll be back next week with another episode with some of our crew that weren't on this episode. So thank you for tuning in. And good to be back. Good to be back with sports. We're right in the mix of the NFL season. A good tour rant for next week and a lot of All right, sounds good. So thank you for tuning in. Take it away, Steve Benjamins.